1: The the play. Oh,
2: just... Welcome You're back, BetQL Daily.
0: Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth <laughs> from BetQL.
2: Welcome back, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On a Tuesday, we got some great guests coming up. We'll do some NFL draft. Ben Standing's going to join us uh, from coming up, uh, specifically from the Athletic, covers the Washington football team and the NFL from the Athletic. Next hour, we will also be joined by Jason Logan of Cover. So we got a lot to get to here on this show. Right now, though, NBA betting props for tonight: uh, the three games we have, and let's start with the Nets and the Celtics because we talked about that game uh, and and some numbers that kind of jump out to us here. Let's start with Durant. Because he had a tough shooting night. Joe, he doesn't usually have multiple tough shooting nights in a row. The one thing I, I do wonder about as we figure out how high to go with Durant tonight and whether it's 25 plus points or it's a different way to do it. How much of that was just Durant had a tough game? And how much of it is that Boston defense is really, really good? They're going to make life hard on him or make life hard on anybody they face, any top scorer. I mean, I, I, I do wonder about that. That wasn't all him just missing open shots. Like they were making his life miserable at times out there.
0: I mean, six turnovers for for KD. Yep. That was, that's, that's certainly notable. Like, I, moving forward, I thought it was notable last night, not to change topics here, but just another example. So the Hawks are an efficient offense and they protect the basketball. They did not last night. So I think you can kind of make that comparison. Miami Heat defense, Boston Celtics defense, sure. we all know uh, the best in the game. So pay close mm-hmm. attention to that. Now, do I, do I want to bet on KD? In the playoffs after a bad game? Yes, I do. But I'm wondering, because we get lower numbers, I'm wondering if we should just be taking a look at Kyrie. Kyrie has 39-5-6 and six in his last game. And he tore it up in the last re- last regular season game against Indiana, 35-7-5. and five. And it's not like a situation where, okay, Kyrie's been scoring into the 30s, and you just, you know, point guard, just going to look at his point points and assists he's getting boards too Mm -hmm. he's had at least five rebounds in his last four games five seven six eight which makes me think that uh PRA would be a decent look so you might get more value with Kyrie and right now he's putting up better numbers than KD
1: he is I was looking I I had the same thought process like no way is KD gonna have a dud of a game like he did before but I saw I was looking at um Kyrie's threes he makes mm-hmm. a lot of threes over his career. His entire career, he averages 2.2 threes per game. So I'm going to do three plus made threes and probably parlay that with KD to score 25 plus points, and it's minus 132.
2: So I, I think the three prop is a good one for for Kyrie. I, I would be on that too. And and to go to what you said, Joe, Kyrie's PRA 8 and I play uh, points, rebounds, assists, 39 and a half. That feels very doable. Very doable.
0: It is doable. Yeah. It is. So, what what does he need to do with the points? Where Where do you want to be to feel comfortable with the pra?
1: I would think he probably twenty five to thirty. I could see him getting tonight at least.
0: Yeah, I'd say around that thirty. You're like, okay, I should hit this.
2: Right. So for the I mean, season- he's
1: capable of going off, but I'm thinking conservative. Like, <laughs> you know.
2: For the season, he averaged about so twenty seven four five eight and four four. So what are we talking there? We're talking about thirty seven ish, thirty seven and change on the pra per night in the regular season. So he's he's, he's kind of right there, right? If he just does right his there. normal normal stuff, he's you're close at the end. Um, yeah, everything
1: sharp right now. If you sure look it at it in these it's playoffs, it's tough. Yeah,
2: yeah, and with
0: Kyrie, we only have one example of a matchup against Boston, and that was in early March. He had 19 points, six assists, and four rebounds. So the, that was not a great game. That game was also at Boston. And then this one, <laughs> he snapped. Just the threes, interesting look because you had the volume was six six for ten. And then, let's see, the Ridiculous. other Boston game, he was two for six. Mm-hmm. Are you? Would you guys, just in general – it's hard to pick out the prop. These numbers are tight. Uh, but just in general, are you betting on Kyrie to have another big time performance at, at Boston? I would. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would too. I just feel I like he's, I mean, his game kind of right now, it, it feels like just tough to imagine to have a bad shooting game, right? Like he hits his threes and he gets the basket as well as anybody in the NBA. And he finishes as well as anybody in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's just like, He might have turnovers. He might stink on defense. But doesn't it feel like it's a surprise if he's not in the the upper 20s every game?
0: Five and a half assists. I guess it's a good number. 5.8, yeah. Okay, he had six last game. And we think there's if we're going to see more KD, maybe we'll see some Kyrie assists. Could be. Uh, End of the season, he had five against Indiana. Eight, seven, six, six. And, of course, number of games this year. He's gotten into double figures. Uh, The assist would be a good look, and that could play into the KD factor.
2: I like that one.
1: I think the thing that's interesting about this, too, is the fact that Celtics head coach, Adoka, he was an assistant for the Nets last year. He Mm -hmm. knows what makes Kyrie and KD tick. And, you know, I think he's got an advantage there.
2: I'm sure he does. I mean, just knowing those guys, yeah. I'm, I, I, I would think so. I mean, especially the, the, the Durant thing. The fact that he had six turnovers, like Joe mentioned, that was just. And
1: he was like seven point three percent shooting. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just have a hard time believing it's going to be that off again.
0: Yeah. Now, am Mary- I going to
1: bet the bankroll on a forty-plus points KD game? No, but I wouldn't be shocked if he goes off either. You know, Kyrie had the hot hand. So that's why he was getting more assists, right? So maybe the same thing happens, and you do want to look at KD assists again.
2: I would. uh, I I I like the the Kyrie three pointers too. I think Aaron's onto that. He averaged almost five per game last thirteen games. The and I think
1: three is conservative. Sure.
2: Yeah, I I think it is. You got to Uh, parlay
1: it with something. Just betting it alone, I I don't remember what it was alone, but it wasn't. Oh, two sixty.
2: two (laughs) sixty. The
0: interesting thing about uh, Kyrie with threes, if you look at his season game long, he goes through these bunches when the volume is just through the roof where he's attempting at least 10. So in early April, three consecutive games, 12, 16, 14. If we go to mid-March, 11, 12, 11, 12. Like if, if you're at 10 plus attempts, I feel really strong about the uh, the made threes there.
2: Well, and that's why to go – does anyone else have anything on this game before we move to the other two? Or are we just going to stick with Kyrie? I'm on Kyrie.
0: (laughs) No, no, I'm on this game. Okay, no, one more, one more. I want to get your thoughts on this one. Horford, 15 boards the other game. He had 24 rebounding chances, so that's why he hit that number. He's at 10.5 tonight. Is that too big of an adjustment, or do we look at over 10.5?
2: Feels like a big number, doesn't it? I mean, Drummond, mm-hmm. what they, Drummond and Claxton are the two bigs. They're going to rotate in there. I thought, I thought the Claxton minutes were better for the Nets in game one, but I mean, I've never thought of Horford as a, a gigantic rebounder, right? He's kind of a, more of a, a defensive spacing, yeah. kind of smart player out there. I, wow. I, I would hesitate to go over 10.5. That feels big.
0: I just went looking at his last 14 regular season games. Mm hmm. He went over 10 and a half once. It's a lot. He maxes out at 10, it seems like, in most games. Once in a while, have a 15-rebound game like he did the other day. He did that uh, March 30th against Miami. The next game, 10, 8, 10, 6. Yeah, they, they've got a little bit too high, I think, based on that the, those rebounding chances, number.
2: Without looking, yeah. I would say Al Horford for his career. What is it? 8.5? four rebounds a game. Like that's just like, I close my eyes. I think eight rebounds Al Horford has each night. This
0: year, seven, seven. Yeah. That's who
2: he's. Yep. Um, All right. I'm on Fred Van Vliet. I was on him the other night. He hit, he hit, he went over his three pop in the first quarter. The other night he hit four, four, four threes in the first quarter. Obviously the Raptors lost, but um, here's why I love Van Van Vliet props. As I try to say this uh, quickly, he's shot 16 threes in game two. He averages 10 three-point shots per game. I'm taking the over three and a half. The volume's going to be there. He's a 40% shooter. Uh, Obviously, they're going to have to hit their threes tonight. The Sixers have been the better three-point shooting team in the first two games. That's why the Sixers are up 2-0, among other reasons. But if you kind of lay a path out tonight for the Raptors to win, and involves being the better three-point shooting team. Uh, No Matisse Steibel out there to give him any trouble on the defensive end. I like Van Vliet tonight over three and a half threes. That, that's, that's the way I'm playing. I might take, look at an alternate number too. Four plus, five plus. I don't think that's out of the question.
1: I Go love ahead. it. I'm looking at Siakam again. Um, I'm going to do another parlay. So 20 plus points, six plus boards, and four plus assists. He usually goes over that um, in all three areas. So I'll be looking at that.
0: All right, a couple things. I'm looking on the Philly side, and this is so public. I'm sure it'll be popular tonight. Maybe some people would call me the Chalk Donkey, okay? But
2: (laughs) some people might on this (laughs) network.
0: Tyrese Maxey points is 18 and a half. Right? I, I looked it up thinking, okay, After his 38 and 23, it's got to be well into the 20s.
2: Yeah, I thought there'd be a reaction. There's not.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Okay, so I'm considering the maxi 18 and a half points and the other one. We always reference Harden in the playoffs. So why aren't we betting James Harden unders?
2: We should, and he's deferred to maxi. Maxi's become the second scorer, but I mean, easily. He's the second guy.
0: The Harden points is at 20 and a half tonight. He went well, you well correlate those two, two, right?
2: You think Maxi sure. again and, and and then Harden goes under? I could see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Harden had – Harden's rebounds is six and a half at plus money. He went under that in the last game. Would you mess with the sis, Joe G, or just leave that alone? Number set at nine and a half.
2: He had, uh, what's his total in game two? It was like only seven, right? A six or seven. He went, he went six, under. He's doing four, 14 14-6-6. Six, six. Yeah, he's due for a good assist game. Couldn't you see like an Mm -hmm. 18-12-7 game from Harden tonight, one of those?
0: But scoring would be down. I I like under on the points.
2: Yeah, I do too. Well, the props there for the Sixers and the Raptors. We got more NBA to come. Ben Standing joins us next hour on the NFL Draft. And we'll hit today's baseball card next right here on the Beck Network.